All right, welcome back to Cash Flows. This is Cash Matthews coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm a registered investment advisor with WealthWatch Advisors. We may talk about investments here. Your future in investing depends on many factors. We will never give financial advice here, so don't do anything dumb and get either of us in trouble. All right, today we're going to talk about a fun topic, and that is getting started in a new business and, uh, you know, I am curious, how did all your grade school advice work out for you? You know, go to school, uh, get good grades, be obedient, go to a good college, make good grades again. You know, that advice. Uh, maybe you're one of those few uh, right now who are choosing some kind of a different path. Maybe you're one of those rebellious types who's willing to work 80 hours a week just to avoid working 40 hours a week for someone else. Uh, maybe you arrive here at the foot of this uh, of this path in front of you from a different angle. Maybe you didn't have a choice. Maybe you lost a job or got downsized or right-sized. Either way, uh, understanding the road in front of you can be helpful if you know what to look for. And you know, there's a lot of reasons to be an entrepreneur. Uh, for me, the biggest thing was time freedom. It wasn't always about the money. But I want you to understand something as you move forward, especially in the early days. And this is a fact. Um, you will have less of what you seek while seeking it. If you're seeking more money, you'll have less money while you're seeking it. If you're looking for more time, you'll have less time while trying to create more time. So this is the contradictory nature of starting a business. And sometimes that can be difficult or daunting for people. So as we look forward, you know, I've been around business owners now for many, many years. And um, once you've answered why be an entrepreneur and recognize, you know, you can make unlimited income or go broke, you can have unlimited time freedom or build yourself a job. Um, this can go wonderful or it can go terrible. I'm not one of those guys that's going to tell you, oh my gosh, you made a PP. This is so awesome. You're going to be the president one day. When you get into business, you need somebody to tell you sort of what's going on. So as you move forward, you'll be able to consider whether you want significance over just success. And I'm glad you're here listening to this. In the next few minutes, I'm going to share the five things you must know before you start your empire. So we know why to get started in a business. In fact, once you get started and get a little traction, your knowledge level will increase, your confidence level will increase, your bank account may increase as well. Uh, as we begin the process, make sure you've built the proper foundation and examine these relative points of your business. There's going to be many questions. And I found that answering the really hard questions in advance, you sort of have an advantage. Uh, give yourself a huge advantage. Know the answer to these five questions before you invest in the next step. Take some time, get real with yourself, be truthful, and assess the answer to these five questions. Here we go. Question number one, is there a market for what you do? Now, today in 2022, when this is being recorded, a lot of people in high-tech, Bitcoin, investing, all sorts of things, real estate, mortgages, and seriously, this is a great time for a lot of businesses. But is what you have planned, is there a market? Can you measure the market? Uh, what age is your best client? How do you reach them? What about the timing of what you're doing? Is this a great time to go into the VCR repair business for you people under 40. That's the way we watch movies in the old days. Um, timing is very, very important. I had a buddy uh, who went into business many years ago, and this dude was so excited. He found the perfect product in the perfect city, had the sole distributorship of the product, which gave him a monopoly on a local level. 
His quality was high. His price was the cheapest. He was absolutely dedicated to the following idea. Hand-carved, wooden, Croatian photo albums. Yeah, me too. Take a breath right there. I got to admit, they were really beautiful. Uh, There was one thing missing, however. Nobody wanted them. Uh, photos were becoming a you know thing of the past. Kodak was busy going bankrupt while you know they ignored the new arrival of the iPhone camera, which also had a phone attached to it. Uh, the photo albums of any sort, there was just no demand. And I'm sure his in-laws were quite happy, you know, for the next 20 years to get these as gifts because he had 500 wooden hand-carved Croatian photo albums, you know, stacked in his garage. And at the end of the day, it costs $50 to go put them in the dump. Make sure there's a real sustainable market for what you do. Thing number two that you must know, who is my competition? Seriously, who out there really wants you to fail, uh, you know, besides your ex-spouse or mother-in-law? And more importantly, how will you compete in the existing market? Is your product or service like a commodity, meaning there's little brand value and price is the only consideration? Knowing the playing field in advance will give you the advantage you need to get started. Do not be afraid of competition. Be the competition. Thing number three that you must know. Ease of entry. Simply put, do you have the right amount of capital to get started? Now, depending on your model of business, this can vary significantly. If you want to put in a McDonald's franchise, that can take millions of dollars to get started, but it's virtually certain to succeed. Or a lemonade stand could be a lot of fun for about 20 bucks, but it has very little chance of making a living. Uh, I think you'll have a good time with that, but you know, maybe somewhere between $20 and the $3 million it costs to start a McDonald's, there's an amount of money required to get up and running. And do you have access to the money? If you have to borrow the money, do you have access to a steady credit line? Now, there are many service-related industries, realtor, financial advisor, consultant, coach, um, guru on the internet, uh, media influencer. Man, I'm glad I know those words now in 2022. All of those have very uh, low startup capital requirements. Uh, All you need to get involved in most of those is a high ego and you're ready to get going. Uh, These types of endeavors can be up and running for a few thousand bucks. You have to check your local requirements for licensing and fees and continuing education, but they're all great choices. Uh, Network marketing companies have made a good name for themselves and many reputable companies are still out there on the landscape and the opportunity is giant. Uh, Usually these types of companies can be started for under a thousand bucks. They offer great training and incentives to, you know, if you're willing to do that. Now I'm not endorsing any one company or industry, but I just want you to know that they exist. So whatever your choice, you got to know the capital requirements for day one and day 365. So question three was, can you afford it? Number four, this is a biggie. Can you do it? Now, I know you saw somebody else who could do it, but my question today is, can you do it? It's a fair question. Can you do the thing? Whatever you do may take advanced training, more education, the additional ability to market yourself, speak in public, do sales. Uh, Most endeavors have some type of sales component. So, you know, even if you become a dentist or a lawyer, those require massive marketing effort. So at the end of the day, real quick question, can you do it? Do you have the skill set to get it done? Then finally, question five, can you make any money at it? Not a living, not, you know, a thousand bucks a month. If this is a full-time endeavor, final question is, is it profitable? 
Wages are great, but profits are way better than wages. Can you find evidence of others like you who could be profiting from this same idea? Is there a long lead time for creating profits? Does it take you two or three years? Or maybe you're like Jeff Bezos. It takes 10 years to become profitable at Amazon. Can you survive? Now, of course, Jeff Bezos is a giga millionaire or billionaire today because he figured out how to be profitable. Now, do you have staying power? How might you increase the profitability of your endeavor? Working at home instead of leasing an office is one way. Uh, sharing expenses with somebody in an office is another. Success and profit require skill and effort and diligence and patience and coffee. You got to have a lot of coffee to make this work. If you have a real market for what you do, you have the right knowledge and respect for your competitors, you have the capital to get started and the right skill and attitude set, then you are ready to get started. So here's my question for you. Are you ready to get started? I'm Cash Matthews with Cash Flows. We'll answer these and more questions in upcoming episodes. Thanks for being here today and have a great day.